0: The following is a hockey podcast out of Vancouver and Surrey, British Columbia. It'll only consist of a lot of puck talk and even more BS or in actual words, banter and satire. Enjoy and as always, go Canucks go.
1: Quinn Hughes is about to win the goddamn Norse trophy. So when that man wants something, you give it to him. More on that next year on Locked On Canucks. Your Locked On Canucks. Your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Hey, A hey, hey. welcome to another episode of Locked On Canucks. My name is Trevor Beggs, co-host here of Locked On Canucks, and also a part-time credential media member for Daily Hive Vancouver. Before we dive into the show, we got to thank you. Yeah, I'm talking to you. We thank you for tuning into Locked On Canucks. It is your team every day, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. If you haven't done so already, make sure you go subscribe or follow us for free on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. A little late to the show today, but hey, Canucks got a game. We won't talk about it much because we're so late, and we got other things to talk about, right? Quinn Hughes wants Chris of Big stuff. Before we get into that, i got to let you know that the Canucks, they do play the St. Louis Blues tonight at 7 Pacific. Whoa. Catch every minute of the Canucks hometown broadcast with SiriusXM on the XSXM app. Just search Canucks, and guess what? You can do that for every Canucks game as well. And before I introduce my co-host, I was going to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Whew, Sleeper. Download the Sleeper app and use promo code LOCKEDONNHL to get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms are use for details. Coming up on today's episode, most importantly, I'm re- reunited with my brother Kyle Bowne. I think we've done, what, four or five episodes solo? <laughs> hey, Kyle doing them. But uh, hey, we back now. We back We back, together. bro. We back. Okay? Let's back. go. And you, you know who else might be back together? It's Chris Tanov and Quinn Hughes. That's what we're going to lead off the show, Talking about today. also want to get into... You know the Canucks love for the country of Latvia. Latvia, you know, they've been good to us, especially recently. Uh, but before we get to that and more, I
0: want to introduce my co-host, Kyle Bowen. So good to see you again, buddy. How you doing, dude? I'm doing good, man. Doing good. Happy to see your face. Hey, shout out to the woman in my life, man. That's just the truth, man. I know, begs you can say the same. Hit the like button, subscribe. We try to take our woman out the Cactus Club every now and then. And again, so much to talk about today. I can't believe Rick Dollywall told the people. What I heard today, and that's Quinn Hughes going up to management and going to bat for Chris Tannif as a guy they should get this season. Is that what I heard? That's crazy. Uh, Quinn Hughes is like Tom Brady. Quinn Hughes is like Connor McDavid. We've said this multiple times about Connor McDavid, right? Whenever he wants something, he sometimes gets it. Now look at the head coach. Look at the head coach. O- old friend of Connor McDavid. He wanted a Vander Kane. Look what happened. They got a Vander Kane, and now they got Corey Perry. I look at Quinn Hughes trying to do that as well. And I think they should listen. They should listen. Maybe not to the exact player, but to the energy. Because when Quinn Hughes is saying that, like, yo, let's trade assets to get one of the top guys on the trade market this season. It means that he's thinking about the Stanley Cup.
1: Yeah, 100%. And I I guess the question I'm I'm curious to talk about today is, should the Canucks acquire Chris Tatter, right? Because, like I said at the top, if Quinn Hughes wants something You got to listen to the guy because this guy's on pace not only to win the Norris, but to have one of the best seasons ever. 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 Can I cut you off right
0: here? Why aren't we talking about this more? I know the Canucks are stacked. They got the most all-stars, blah, blah, blah. If Quinn Hughes puts up 110 points and takes the Canucks from where they were last year to where they are this year in the regular season, how are we not talking about Quinn Hughes winning the MVP? Not, not more straight up. Just the truth. Anyways, continue.
1: Yeah, I think I touched on it briefly on yesterday's episode. And, you know, shout out to the everydayers. They probably heard that. If you haven't heard it, go check out yesterday's episode where we kind of went through the Hart Trophy rankings, right? All the locked-on hosts gave their votes on who should win the Hart Trophy and really ranking the top 20 guys who are in a running for the Hart Trophy. Quinn Hughes ended up fourth. At least Patterson ended up fifth. I actually had Pedersen ahead of Hughes, but man, oh man, if Hughes does hit 20 goals, and 100 points, I don't think it really even matters what guys like Pedersen, Demco, and Miller do. Hughes should be the Canucks MVP um, mm-hmm. just based on that alone, right? I mean, we might feel differently watching the games, but for a casual fan or a hockey rater voting on this award who doesn't, you know, watch the Canucks on a game-to-game basis, you look at the stat line from Quinn Hughes and go, holy heck, this guy, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. he's doing something that, again, is historic right now. And, you know, the Canucks might be doing something that's historic because they're on pace for, what, 119 points last time I checked, which would be the best season in franchise history, which is also asinine. That's crazy. That's Mm -hmm. crazy compared to where this team was 12 months ago. And yeah, I think we all know that they're going to add before the deadline. It's been widely reported. Kyle, I know you talked about it. We've talked about it uh, Mm -hmm. on this program. Um, But should Chris Tanner be one of the guys they target? And and the Mm -hmm. reason I bring that up is, is Chris Tanner going to cost you a first-round pick? I mean, I think that the Flames could probably get a first maybe maybe you can steal him for a second, but that's probably the price for a guy like Chris Tannen, right?
0: No, it definitely is. And I talked about this multiple times over the last seven days. You know, I'm kind of comfortable with how the Canucks defensemen look. You know, I know Susie got hurt out for eight weeks. I know that sucks, but I'm assuming that he'll have plenty of time to warm up prior to the playoffs. And if those are your top six defensemen and you have Noah Juleson waiting, I think you can bank on that based on the fact that they've done pretty well over this stretch of games, and B, I'm still waiting for Kuzmenko. I'm still waiting for that second line or just that secondary elite offensive punch possibly being a tool for the Vancouver Canucks, and if that's something that they want to add to their repertoire prior to the playoffs, I think that they should sacrifice the asset they used to get Tanev and just prioritize that because I think it's way more important for them to get top six talent rather than defensemen right now in preparation for the Stanley Cup.
1: And I think Jim Rutherford said as much, right? When he was interviewed uh, prior to signing this extension, by the way, great job with that episode and everything else he did while I was off slacking, uh, being a family man. I'm a Hindu, man. Um, Come
0: on. You know what they say. Hindus are the best hockey podcasters out there, man. They've been saying that for years.
1: They sure have, man. They sure have. That's true. Um, But, you know, Jim Rutherford, prior to that press conference, he even said... He even said that the Canucks are targeting a top six forward. And he said he's kind of he's comfortable with the defense the way it is. So mm-hmm. now the debate is again, do the Canucks prioritize what Quit Hughes wants? Let us be real. Chris Tannap's still a good hockey player. Mm-hmm. Um, again, I think I there's think it's better. He'd make always, us a lot better.
0: Like that's just the truth. He like, wouldn't make us better. He's as, better as than much Myers, as, he's better than Zidorov. Yeah. Like he's making us better.
1: Yeah, he's a top four defenseman. He still is a top four defenseman in this league. Uh, he'd slot in somewhere in the top four on the right mm-hmm. side, right? And I think he'd just give us some, some nice depth there. Like as good as Jules has been, you know, you start getting past Jules, thing, who's right now your seventh defenseman it's, yeah, it's the Freedman's it's uh, the Christian Landon's, you know, Cole McWords, And it's, you know, guys that I play fine. I mean, I, I've watched a few Ivy Canucks games. I, I I'm not going to lie. I haven't loved what I've seen from, from, from a uh and, and McWard on, at least in terms of their defensive play, I'd say they've been bad, but they haven't been great. And it's like, if injuries hit, are these guys really going to step into your top six and, and provide an impact? So I think that's a pretty strong argument for going after a guy like Chris Tanev. Okay, what what what, what um, if they
0: do this? What if they do this, right? What if they uh, they lied to us and they said, uh, you know what? We want Chris Tanev. I know it's going to cost us a lot. We also want some top six talent as well in our Ford group. Um, there's this offer for Tyler Myers. Let's just take it and use some of these assets to, again, fill the needs that we want. Uh, essentially replacing... Myers with Tanev on the D chord to get this all done because not only would they kind of have to do something like, like that based on the salary cap, B, it just kind of makes sense. Like it, it, Again, the Canucks are in cap hell. They're right up against the cap. If they're going to go after two guys, like if they're getting after, going after a top six player and also a guy like Chris Tanev, somebody's leaving. Somebody's leaving. The chemistry is being quote unquote tarnished, but somebody's leaving that room that's getting paid a lot of money.
1: Yeah, you're 100% right. And, again, why, there's so much to consider with Tanev here. Uh, again, first and foremost, the guys probably want a top six winger, like you said. I think that makes the most sense for this team. Mm-hmm. But I, I, I'm intrigued by the idea of getting Tanov, but at the price of a first or second round pick, I don't love it. Now, here, here's a possible idea. You know, we kind of mentioned this, and I, I think it's actually our most viewed video on YouTube. It's it's a short, but uh, we did a short uh, during the preseason about how Cole McWard could be the next Chris Tanev, right? NCAA guys. Both coming into league at the same time, kind of unheralded. Is there a world where the Canucks trade, you know, a mid-round pick and Colbic Ward for Tanav? I don't think so because I think the Flames could get more. But maybe Tanav just, you know, really wants to come to Vancouver, won't accept a trade anywhere else. I don't, I don't know. I'm spitballing right now, but mm-hmm. uh, I don't think Tan. I guess what I'm trying to say is I don't think the Canucks getting Tanav is incredibly likely.
0: Yeah, it's. It's a different time because, again, Noah Juleson's playing better. But just circling back to that guy who's injured right now, Carson Soucy, I think that the Canucks may be comfortable. Like, when I watch Carson Susie play, I'm kind of like – he's kind of like Tanev. Like, like you just safe. Well, he's like Tanev kind
1: of heavy almost. Oh, there you go. <laughs> you know what I'm
0: saying? So, yeah. based on, again, guys like Susie and Ian Cole playing above their value, based on Zdorov playing – more simple, uh, you know, there, there's some X factor in, in him. Sometimes I still get scared when he tries doing too much, but he's been playing better based on Myers taking a huge leap in his game. Spending assets in preparation for the Stanley cup on your defense to me right now makes no sense, especially with the question mark that is Andre Kuzmenko. But Hey man, I'm glad, I'm glad that Quinn Hughes is bringing this type of energy because this is the energy we need. This is one of the guys in the room. He speaks for the room and I've been saying this for a long time. What, what did I say? I said in that organization, in Vancouver, at Rogers Arena, yeah, this is new for a lot of those players. But the feeling, it's, it's trickling down from the top to bottom. They want the Stanley Cup. They're prepping for a long run. Uh, they want to capitalize on this year. They're leaning into the moment. Uh, this whole notion that Vancouver Canucks fans and the organization should be happy where they are, uh, this is a huge step. The season is already a success. Y'all can keep those narratives, okay? And shove it up your rear end. It's just the truth. Let us write our own narratives. Well, watch what's going to happen. Everything's different this season.
1: Yeah, 100%, right? It's uh, it's a different time in Vancouver, that's for sure. You know, I think one other thing we got to bring up too is that, you know, when you make a trade deadline acquisition as a buyer, a lot of it is a morale boost to the room in a way, right? Like, Hmm. you're a good team. Here's a guy who can help us get over the top. And, you know, I'm even reading some of our comments right now, and I think it's kind of a a mixed bag among Canucks fans, right? People Hmm. don't necessarily want Tanev. Some people really want Tanev. Look, Chris Tanev is still a good hockey player, right? Um, you know, for the commenters who don't believe that, I'd say go watch the Flames play. Chris Tanner is still a good hockey player, he still does his thing. Uh, Mm -hmm. he's been more healthy in Calgary than he ever was in Vancouver, which is crazy to believe at his age. But when you talk about that morale boost of the room, this isn't just a guy coming from another team, this is Chris Tanner who spent a decade in Vancouver, who was, you know, widely loved and respected by the core members of that dressing room. Mm To me, if you acquire Chris Tanev, it isn't just a normal deadline acquisition. You're bringing in a guy who should have never left that. That would be,
0: would be a huge morale boost. Okay. Okay. And that makes it easier to sign Patterson. I see what you're doing there. I see what you're (laughs) doing there. Okay. Uh, Let's go to the comments. Uh, JS. He's talking about Elias Lindholm, Chris Tanev's uh, teammate. Is there any world where the Canucks can get both of these guys on one trade? (laughs) Thus, you know, overall training for what three guys from the flames in one season that is something else man correct well
1: think about it calgary stanked what like four or five of our guys and then a 12-month span there so i mean maybe we just kind of give them a little payback
0: yeah how about duck he says i'd rather have a second line center over chris Tanev. i do and and so and so would
1: i to be honest I, i would have rather have a second line center too that's obviously
0: a more pressing need for this team it's just the truth it's just the truth man so again We're so blessed. We're so lucky. Again, let everyone else keep those narratives, say that we've already done it. We've had a successful season. If you're listening to this and you're just watching the Canucks, you don't even have to listen to us. You just need to watch the games. Just watch the games. Look who's leading the charge. Canucks want the Stanley Cup. Quinn Hughes, more importantly, again, the guy for that room, speaks for the room. He's telling management, yo, we need help. Isn't that crazy? This team's in first place and this guy's asking for help.
1: savage, man. I love it. I love it, or, or maybe the report's uh, full of hot air. But let's let's yeah. believe it's true. Uh, you know, Rick Dolly will get pretty respected guy here. You know, what else is a pretty well respected guy is Teddy Bluger, man, the mm-hmm. pride of Latvia. And you know what? Uh, we've talked about it before. How uh, a Latvian legend named Archer Silov's blessed the Canucks. Guess what? Archer Slavs has nothing. He's got nothing on Teddy Bluger. Uh, let's talk about why Teddy Bluger has you know been the pride of Latvia for your Vancouver Canucks. Do a bit of a deep dive on him on the other side and maybe talk about, you know, our favorite death players as well. But before I do that, I gotta shout out Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data. And a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a a recent Indeed survey. And one of the things I love about Indeed is they're fast. Just like I'm fast in the bedroom, baby. You know, me and Indeed, we we got a lot in common, so I can relate to them, okay? And Indeed, you know, they do it all. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day. Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Use it more. Join, over, join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. Get it? They're fast. And listeners of the show, guess what? You will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get more your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash locked on. Just go to Indeed.com slash locked on right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this very podcast. Indeed.com slash on. Terms of education and supply. Need to hire? You need Indeed.
0: Okay, okay, okay. We back on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Ballon. That right there is Trevor Bags. Shout out to you and you and you and you listening or watching this program live on YouTube or Spotify or Apple Podcasts. Man, oh man, the comments going off. How about Duck, man? Kyle thinks he's him. I think that's what the, the kids say these days, right? Like, oh, he's him. And this guy's saying he thinks I'm him. How about Matthew having my back? Duck, Kyle is him. Now, we've been getting a lot of love, okay? A lot of love over the last couple of days. Now, let's be honest, Trevor. I would much rather have these people give all their love to the Vancouver Canucks because they're doing the most most of the work. Uh, We wouldn't be having this much fun if we were already talking draft, you know? Already talking about, oh, how many third-round picks or second-round picks are we going to get for these UFAs? You get what I'm saying? So, again, a lot of the love has to go towards the Vancouver Canucks. Man, we are blessed to be talking all things good, assuming the best, bringing the Stanley Cup home with the Vancouver Canucks, and more than blessed to even have Teddy Bluger be a part of this operation, man, his professionalism, is his effort, his cerebralness, so, so, so important to the Vancouver Canucks. Yeah, he's he's just been doing it all, and I think mm-hmm. one of the
1: crazy things about Teddy bluger is he's on pace to absolutely shatter his career high in points. And I mean, you know, this guy again, he missed uh, what was it, fourteen games earlier this season, mm-hmm. and he's still on pace to shatter his career high in points. Okay, the guy has never had more than twenty eight points in an NHL season. This is his pace right now. He is on pace for 10 goals and 43 points. 43 what? points in 68 what? games. How what? unreal is that? <laughs> and honestly, it, it makes me chuckle, man. And uh, I, I mean, I don't think anyone saw this coming. It's not a bull take to say I didn't see this coming. But, uh, you know, I honestly thought it was going to be P.U. Suter in that third line role, right? I mean, that line had success. Dakota Joshua, P.U. Suter and Connor Garland before Teddy blueger came back to the lineup. And one of those what-if scenarios, right? Pew Suter gets hurt, Teddy Bluger takes the third-line set of role, and the rest is history. If Pew Suter doesn't get hurt, is Teddy Bluger even having this season, you know?
0: Ooh, is um, Teddy Bluger having the season if he's not signing a one-year deal, a prove-it deal, right? He's got a lot to play for. That's just the truth. Yeah. Again, we're talking long playoff run. You know, guys like Teddy Bluger, even though he was a healthy scratch during Vegas's Stanley Cup run, you know, guys like him are the reason why you win the Stanley Cup. This is a bold statement, but I think that Again, the Canucks are leaning on a lot of guys trying to get a new contract, you know, doing the most, playing at the, uh, the utmost potentiality. I think that's a word uh, of their abilities. If Teddy Bluger does that in the playoffs, I'm telling you, this guy's going to get paid like a poor man's Philip Deneau. You know, we're talking about a three-year deal worth like $9 million, maybe three-year deal worth $10 million. It's just the truth. Yeah. I, I, can, I hate to go dark on you again. Normally, Trevor is the darkest guy on the program. But I got to bring it back to the contract, man. I got to bring it back to Elias Patterson. You know, there's a lot of work to get done for this Vancouver Canucks team because I shouldn't be just taking time out of my day to think about next year. But I definitely want to bring Teddy Bluger back because if you're not bringing him back, the professional scouting has to hit a grand slam to keep things afloat because nobody else is in the, in the system ready to be, you know, a, an elite bottom six player because that's what Teddy Bluger is doing right now.
1: Yeah, I think that the conundrum for the Canucks too is they have two high-end third-line centers, right? P.U. Suter is a high-end third-line center. Teddy Bluger playing like a second-line center, but let's be real, I think, you know, there's probably a bit of regression luck going into next season, right? You got two high-end third-line centers. Only one of them is under contract for next season, and it's P.U. Suter. So I think Teddy Bluger becomes a luxury for this team that they don't really need. Now, that being said, it depends how they fill that second-line center hole. You know what I mean? Um... Because, again, JT Miller Lee's Patterson, that lot of line hasn't been as sharp recently. Do they go back to being the one-two punch at center? Because then that kind of solves that conundrum for you. But mm-hmm. at the end of the day, I think, you know, cost is going to be prohibitive. But I think we should just enjoy the ride that Teddy Bluger is on right now. Kyle, yeah. I'm going to throw this at you. I don't one I, I think they got to be a little
0: desperate to sign him, dude. You got to keep some of these. Like, yo, bro. Okay, you on that list, UFAs, like, dude, they... That, that position, that third-line center, that fourth-line center, you know, like everyone plays a lot of minutes under Rick Tockett's system, right, when things are going well. This guy's playing at the top of his class. And the Vancouver Canucks, I mean, culturally, they just got here. They just started winning games. I would like to have Teddy Bluger, who's been put on a pedestal by this management group, to stick around, just to, you know, feed that knowledge, feed that wisdom, feed that effort to guys like R.S.G., Podkosin, keep doing to Hoglander. just, You know what I'm saying? He's important
1: yeah he is an important guy but i I don't think desperate's probably the right word, right okay. um, now that being said, I think the impact on the penalty kill has been uh, pretty pronounced right um so yeah I mean Teddy Bluger has
0: good. You know, He's good. I think
1: anytime a guy goes up to the you know a top penalty killer his stats don't look as good, but we see it all, with the gamex right the guy's aggressive on the puck, but he doesn't get caught out of position um, mm-hmm. and the penalty kill has been far better with him. As a top penalty killer alongside Dakota Joshua, Kyle. I haven't done this in a while, but I'm going to do it to you right now. Okay, let's Uh-oh. go.
0: Trevor's Trivia starts now.
1: Oh, I don't man. know if you—I don't know if you and I have talked about this before, but I know you read the article that I wrote in the summer. Fun facts about Teddy Blueger, where I listed uh, the other Latvian players to play for the Canucks before. Oh, yeah. I believe oh, yeah. there's only four of them. Uh, can yeah, you name? It. You got it. Okay, go for it, buddy. Silovs. Yep.
0: Ronald Cannons. Yeah. Archis Urbe.
1: Yeah.
0: Damn, the fourth one's going to be tough, man. The fourth one's going to be tough, man. You got to give me a year, dude. It's,
1: a, it's another goalie, early 2000s.
0: Early 2000s goalie? Lafayette goalie? The Connecticut goalie.
1: One. Yeah.
0: Back of goalie. Who was the starter at the time?
1: It would have been Dan Clouchet.
0: Holy mackerel. No, Johan Hedberg is Swedish, isn't he? Like He's Swedish, right? So it's yeah, like, he's Swedish. Not That's not the one, man. Ooh, Mika Nornan? This guy last he... played a
1: game for the Canucks. Uh, ironically, again, the Canucks played the Blues tonight. This guy played his last NHL game for the Vancouver Canucks on March 13th, 2003 against the St. Louis Blues.
0: Oh, my God, man. <laughs> who was the backup goal? I can't do this. This this is not good for the listeners, okay? who Who is it?
1: Peter Scudra.
0: Oh, ho, Scudra, man. Scudra. Great
1: name, man. I always thought Finnish guys had the best names in the NHL, but uh, no, I actually Latvian? do think it's the, uh, the Latvians who have the best names in the NHL. Man, and Teddy oh, Bluger is a great name. Let's be real. Teddy, like Teddy Even Bluger's look at the names player. on this list. He, a great player. But even look at the names on this list. So Teddy Bluger is the fifth highest scoring Latvian in, in NHL history. And the guys above him have great names too. So the fourth highest is Carlos Skrastins. Uh, then we have Zemgus Gergensens, Sergei Zoltok, and Sandis Ozilinc.
0: Those are great mm, there you bands, go, man. I wish Latvia was as cool as that, dude. I wish Latvia was as cool as these comments. Look at this man. Okay, crack it, man. Asking if I'm a vampire. I don't know, man. I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm a vampire. Okay, it's just the truth. How about Jimmy, man? Trade for Boone Jenner. Look, the Canucks are gonna lose some pieces, man. They gotta replace these pieces, you know. So I don't know, man. Maybe, guys, dude. They're gonna need some help if they're gonna lose guys like Teddy Bluger, man. All I'm saying, did you trade for Boone Jenner this season? There's there's so many question marks still with this Vancouver Canucks team. I'm all over the place. I'm trying to, you know, stay on track. Just think about this year, but I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I do stress about uh, how this team's going to look next year. Okay. Yeah.
1: Well, you know what? We're going to, we're going to have a Boone Jenner episode coming up. Uh, I, w- I want to say this week because, you know, again, the Canucks play the jackets on the weekend and, uh, you know, we're going to have Rob Williams on at some point too this week. I think on Friday, uh, I think 1130 AM is when he agreed to come on. So, uh, we'll see. Boone Jenner, Rob Williams, that's kind of on the docket for the Canucks this week. Um, let's wrap up the show with some comments. Uh, I, want, I do want to touch on Adam Foote and the whole Hockey Canada thing quickly. and uh, Maybe give a, a uniform take on uh, the Canucks Metallic Helmets. Let us know the comments, uh, your thoughts on all of those. But before we do that, I got to shout out. Sleeper. We're a little bit past the halfway point of the season. And guess what, Canucks fans? You cheer for the best goddamn team in the NHL. And you know what you could also be the best at?
0: Play Daily Fantasy Hockey on Sleeper,
1: the official Daily Fantasy app of the Locked On NHL Network. Sleeper is my number one choice for Daily Fantasy sports and especially Daily Fantasy hockey. Because with Sleeper, you could win 100 times your cash in Daily Fantasy hockey contests. All you have to do is pick weather studs like JT Miller... Sandis owes a no way he's retired. Whoa. Teddy Bluger or Dakota Joshua will record more or less in their sleeper projections for things like goals, assists, saves, plus minus, and more in a given game. To win a 100 times bet on sleeper, you need to correctly predict the outcome of a player stats. You heard me, Canucks fans. You, you could win 100 times your money playing daily fantasy hockey with sleeper. So start paying attention and nail your picks so you can start winning big. Use promo code LOCKEDONNHL and you'll get up to a $100 match on your first deposit. Terms and conditions apply. That's code LOCKEDONNHL. See Sleeper's terms of use for details and locational availability.
0: We back, we back on Locked on Canucks. My name is Kyle Bauman. That right there is Trevor Bags. Hit the like and subscribe button if you are enjoying today's episode. If you aren't, it's all good, man. It's all good. There's a lot of other shows, man. It's all good. At the, at the end of the day, we're all Canucks. We're here for the hockey team, and they're doing the most for us. And one day, we'll all be hugging nonetheless, you know? Haters, lovers we will come together when the Vancouver Canucks win that Stanley Cup. Uh, the comments, man, going off, right? Uh, we had one talking about the Chris uh, the Chris Tanneh thing, okay. I think we had uh, his name is Lefty. Uh, I think he he asked if uh, who, who was the person who says Quinn Hughes wants Tanneh. Where's the reliable source, dude? I heard it on Donnie and Dally, okay. Dolly said he said it. I didn't say it. He said it. And then Lefty answers a asks a good question, okay. He's playing a lot with Ron Quinn Hughes. That is, why would he want Tanneh back? You know why? Because Quinn Hughes he wants the cup. He's a smart guy. Maybe he's Thinking about playing with him, or maybe he's thinking about Ian Cole playing with him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I,
1: I think yeah, I think it's a great point, Kyle. It's not necessarily that Quinn Hughes wants to play with Chris Tannenbaum on the same pairing, but he wants Chris Tannenbaum on the team, right? Mm-hmm. No, he was Daddy Tannenbaum when during uh, 2020 when the Canucks won their bubble playoff run, right? Yeah. Uh, the guy, the guy's got the experience, um, you know, very quickly. A guy who's also got experience in this league. Is-
0: I think people get annoyed when you say things like "Yo, we're we're sending love" to the victim and all that, but it's like, I don't know what else to say. Be compassionate right now, for real, because this is way bigger than hockey. Begsy, man, you got to roll it off somehow. You got to segue that in or out of the, the episode of Locked on Canucks. Like <laughs> You, you got to figure this out.
1: Oh, man. Well, uh, I don't know if I'm going to get sued about this, but my um, take my take on the metallic helmet, man. Um, I don't know if I'm maybe I'm a bit too old school. I I, I don't know if I love it. We're recording this pretty soon before the pregame starts, uh, so we won't go into a deep dive. Although I do think the Canucks are going to win tonight. Come on, second in of back-to-backs against the Blues team that they spanked five nothing the last time there at Rogers Arena, but they lost to their last contest. I'd be picking the Canucks to win. I pick them on the money line too. Should have told the the degenerate gamblers out there. But these metallic blue helmets, man. I, I don't know. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Maybe I'm too old school. I really like the matte black on the Canucks black skate jersey. That helmet. Um, but I, I, you know, my hottest jersey take or my hottest uniform take is that I prefer the blue and green orca over the black skate. I'm saying right now, I like the black skate. Don't get me wrong, I'm more of a orca guy. Not even more of an orca guy, but I just think blue and green is is the colors for the city of Vancouver. That's just my take, man. I'll I'll, I'll I'll take the heat for it.
0: I'm just interested in seeing how they look today. Then I'll have a take. But to be honest, the connection are in first place. I'm only really just thinking about the games, man. The jerseys, the draft picks, all that stuff. We used to care about that stuff last year. I'm only here for the games, man. That's just the truth.
1: Yeah, hundred percent, man. All right. Well, let's let's get out of here. Okay. Half an hour, Mark. Wow, the ops are gonna be so happy with us today, man. We almost kept it to a half an hour. Uh go Canucks go go Teddy Bluger, go. And uh again for the of haters, you know, Jay Fresh just posted um his player card. Tanov is in the 99th percentile in terms of even strength defense. The guy's still a freaking legend out there, man. Come on, Chris Tanneh. Uh, I'd oh, love man. to have him, although I wouldn't say he's the top priority for your Vancouver Canucks. Hopefully, you continue to make locked Canucks a top priority for your podcast listening pleasure. And baby, oh baby, you got to listen to us because again, we're riding the wagon, riding the wave that is these Vancouver Canucks. Talked about already, but I do want to do a a deep dive on Boone Jenner. Got Rob Williams coming on the show on Friday. Um, And then after that, man, we got a week of time to kill So We're going to get into all kinds of trade stuff, all kinds of rumors, all kinds of proposals. Have some fun here on Lockdown Canucks. And again, we're nothing about you without you listening to the show. So shout out to the everydayers, the occasional listeners, the first-time listeners, the new subscribers, and those of you who join us here on the live show on YouTube. We appreciate the hell out of each and every one of you. Um, Kyle, anything to say before we get out of here?
0: One love, sending compassion to people, man, sending peace and love. I don't know, man. I think one day in the world, there's a chance for this all to work out. I'm going I'm to keep saying that. One love. And yeah, go Canucks, go. Peace. Your Locked
1: On Canucks, your daily podcast on the Vancouver Canucks. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.